When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. The Starbucks pistachio latte will transport you to your happy place. The comforting flavor of pistachio, warm espresso and milk, all with a brown buttery topping. Make today a good day. Order ahead on the Starbucks app. Oh, we're in for a long one. A long weekend, that is. And you deserve to spend it on the couch with a glass of something good. Luckily, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits. Then get them delivered quickly. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. Hi, this is John Anderson. You're listening to Pantheon Podcast. Yo! History in Five Songs with host Martin Popoff. A production of Pantheon Podcasts. Let's rock out with Martin. All right, Martin Popoff here back again for another episode of History in Five Songs with Martin Popoff brought to you by the good folks at Pantheon Podcast. We are pleased as always to be part of this vast and always expanding Pantheon Podcast Network available on Spotify, iTunes, Megaphone, and over 40 other podcast platforms. All right, um, this is episode 140. We're calling this favorite requiems. Requiem. What is a requiem? Well, it is a mass for the dead, a solemn chant such as a dirge for the repose of the dead, something that resembles such a solemn chant, a musical setting of the mass for the dead, and a musical composition in honor of the dead. That's the one we're going with here. Uh, a musical composition in honor of the dead. Um, you know, this one got me thinking again, uh, have have I done this before? I know I collected a lot of notes for it and never got around to it. So here we are getting around to it. So uh, let's uh, let's dive right in. Um, this is a uh, stick around on this one, actually, for the honorable mentions, because we have a lot of examples uh, that we didn't use. But these are my favorite, favorite ones um, and all for different reasons. So let's get started. This is the uh, this is track number one on History and Five Songs. This is Philip Lyant with King's Call. I went to the liquor store And I bought a bottle of wine and a bottle of gin I played his records all night Drinking with a close, close friend Now some people say that that ain't right, that ain't right. And some people say nothing at all But even in the darkest of night You can always hear the king call All right Bill Lynott from Thin Lizzy. Uh, we know uh, he only made 
Uh, the two solo albums, the first one's a little raw, a little more guitar, a little more distortion pedal, a little less range on what's going on. Uh, that one was called Solo in Soho. And uh, yeah, I'm looking at my nicely uh, my nicely signed copy of it here. Not Phil, unfortunately, but uh, what do we got? Four other guys who've been involved with that record. Um so King's Call is on the first one. The second one was in 1982. That was called the Philip Lynott album. That's a gorgeous album as well. But I always loved King's Call. This is just a really cool, almost dire straits-like uh, kind of up-tempo acoustic rocker, pretty quiet. Uh, so this is in homage to Elvis Presley. Um, you know, Phil, Phil talks about, you know, went down to the liquor store, got a bottle of... Bottle of what is it? Bottle of wine, bottle of gin, something like that. And then he, then he does it again. God gets drunk all over again kind of thing. Just a, a really cool tribute to Elvis Presley. He loved Elvis. He had a little bit of Elvis to him. And let's not forget that back on Black Rose in 1979, at the end of Do Anything You Want To, uh, we've got the, uh, you know, the thrumming of the drums at the end, the same way the song starts. And then he goes, Elvis is dead. The king of rock and roll is dead. Elvis is dead. And so that's all in the fade. Uh, and now that's one I can't use in the fade episode that, I, <laughs> that I'm planning to do one day. I've got a lot of cool fades. I've uh, been, been wondering how we're going to do that one because, uh, because obviously it's it's the music getting quieter so maybe I'll 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 figure out a way for that um Anyways, uh, yeah, just just love this song. Great tribute to Elvis on this. Uh, you know, another example of an Elvis one is Bruce Springsteen, Johnny Bye Bye. I'm sure there's there's a lot of them through the years. Um, but yeah, that's our first selection. Let's take a listen to our second one. This is Santers with Shot Down in Flames. Right, Santa. So this is a Canadian band. We featured them before. Uh, I really believe this is one of those bands when you have those debates about a band that should have been huge uh, situation. Um, this is a tribute to Bon Scott. It's not a cover of um, Ace, uh, ACDC's Shot Down in Flames from Highway to Hell. This is the first song on their first album, and in brackets it even says dedicated to Bon Scott. This came out in the summer of 1981. Bon Scott died February 19th, 1980. There's there's a lot of mystery around his death. Was heroin involved? Uh, he was out partying, drinking super hard, and he, and he died. Kind of a combination of frozen to death and asphyxiation, possibly on his vomit, possibly because of the, the strange way he was found sort of wedged in uh, by the gear shift. Uh, situation uh so yeah uh, terrible we lose bond uh just as as uh, they were getting big but the really uh the really cool thing about this um you know santers my favorite santers album by far is racing time uh that i just think should have been a multi-platinum smash u.s hit the guys looked good it was recorded good it was super accessible rock uh good band name santers you know uh, name, names of the guys right santers brothers are part of this band right uh along with rick lazaroff uh, but so this is uh, this is the debut song on the first album and it is the best song on the album. Uh, but 
what I like about it is uh, the lyrics are not particularly, um, you know, fully related to Bon Scott. Uh, the title is obviously Shot Down in Flames with the, you know, parenthetical uh, dedicated to Bon Scott. It's just a really cool, well-recorded, not very quickly moving, but still mid-tempo. So at the low mid-tempo end, a really muscular sort of rocking song. It doesn't sound it doesn't sound like ACDC very much, but it's just got a lot of uh, a lot of heart and passion passion to it um so yeah check out santers check out that song um but you know if you want to check out a full album by them they only made the three albums and then they eventually had a uh, a shelved one come out on a box set but the second album racing time is uh, is amazing um all right, this episode of History in Five Songs with Martin Popoff is sponsored by BetterHelp. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person Person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to History and Five Songs with Martin Popoff listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash five songs. That's betterhelp.com slash five songs. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. All right, let's move on to track number three here. Uh, on History and Five Songs with Martin Popoff, episode 140, Favorite Requiems. I was just going to call this Requiems, but then that even sounds almost darker, right? Favorite means I'm really sort of, uh, you know, uh, endorsing these songs, right? Um, so take a listen to this. This is The Cult with Sacred Life. Kurt Cobain was so young Sad to see this poet scum Okay, uh, this is from the um, the problematic and troubling uh, The Cult self-titled album from 1994. Uh, myself and Jamie Laszlo did a episode of our video channel, YouTube channel show, The Contrarians, on this album. He rated it as his favorite The Cult album. And uh, I really like it a lot as well. When it came out, you know, it's one of these albums of peaks and valleys where uh, you love some of the songs so much. They're your favorite cult songs. And then other ones are just in a style that bothers you. There's a little bit of uh, of the um, the noisy U2 style, the Octung Baby and Moving On style uh, on this record as well. But uh, but uh, overall, it just feels like a really intellectual, smart album. You know, past the sort of stadium rock uh, stage. And this song is just a beautiful, beautiful, dark, lush ballad. Um, my favorite song on it, Sacred Life. Um, you know, uh, Ian Asbury. Name checks Abby Hoffman, 
uh, you know, the, the, the original yippie, the real activist hippie from the old days, uh, River Phoenix, the actor, Kurt Cobain, and Andrew Wood. So Kurt Cobain dies uh, April 6, 1994. Andrew Wood dies March 19, 1990. Kurt Cobain, of course, suicide. Andrew Wood was a heroin overdose. Um, but so he touches upon these guys, and uh, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful tribute. And then and then really no other names are dropped. And then it just goes into just the the cool kind of contemplative chorus of this song. Man, Ian's Ian's the greatest. He's the kind of guy that makes you think. Uh, when when you're when you're inspired by an actual artist, uh, it makes you think. You know, or makes me think. I I gotta I gotta one day stop saying yes to all these book projects and and just say I I gotta go back into art myself. It seemed it worked in the 90s i made stuff i sold it you know everything was was going well and then i and then i kind of stopped doing it almost as fast as i started and and i'm still trying to get time into to do it but he's he's he reminds me of he is just one of these guys that you play his music and it reminds you how many years you've got left and 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 you know if you're gonna get out making art do it you know someone like that or stephen wilson or voivod or Devin Townsend, they're all like super, super inspiring that way. Uh, the Cult is a band I really want to spend more time listening to because uh, those later albums are better than the early albums. I mean, this is a band with a really, really good catalog. Um, anyways, so great song, um, and I wanted to mention this here because uh, I find it pretty interesting that also we've got Temple of the Dog, right? Uh, which was, uh, it went platinum. This is that superstar album made by members of Soundgarden and Pearl Jam in tribute to Andrew Wood. And it had a really, really great song on there called Say Hello to Heaven and Hunger Strike. Those were the two biggest, uh, the biggest hit songs from this album. The album came out in, uh, what is it here? Is it 90? Yeah, 91. And so, yeah, Andrew Andrew died March 19th, 1990. Um, got, got a terrible album. Album cover people forget um that this is an absolute grunge classic um it's it's not particularly heavy um it's pretty rough roughly put together produced by rick uh, parashar um but hunger strike i remember being all over the radio and same with say hello to heaven so there's uh there's two mentions for andrew wood andrew wood of course was uh you know destined to make it big with uh with mother love bone right that apple album that was a little bit uh that was almost like a combination of a guns and rose Guns N' Roses with an Alice in Chains sound, uh, that record. Really cool record, but kind of mainstreamy, right? Um, but uh, but yeah, then he's uh, he's struck down by heroin. Um, and another one that kind of fits in this whole thing is the whole Sleeps With Angels, Neil Young situation. Remember that Kurt, you know, he... he quoted in his suicide note that hey hey my my you know in into the black it's better to burn out than to fade away so he's he's quoting neil young in here and neil young actually tried to contact him um you know later in life well in, in near the end of Kurt, kurt's life uh but um kurt's death kind of put a whole pall over this uh sleeps with angels uh album so there is a little bit of a uh, of an idea that there's a there's a tribute to kurt in there foo fighters is an interesting one you know people often conjectured that my hero which is one of my favorite foo fighter songs was about Kurt, but it really isn't about Kurt. It's kind of a, a later, later song that is about the whole situation from In Your Honor, uh, 2005, uh, Friend of a Friend. So this is, this is, um, this is Dave writing about the early days when he was actually living in Kurt's apartment, uh, when they were 
when he got into Nirvana for the first time, and it's it's a pretty it's a pretty dark song. It it paints a pretty bleak picture of of what Nirvana was like uh, in the early days. But so that's that's your that's your version of a Kurt Cobain song. There, Red Hot Chili Peppers wrote Tearjerker. Patti Smith wrote About a Boy. So this is all this is all about Kurt Cobain. REM had Let Me In um, with Michael Stipe. Uh, also, uh, one of the guys who kind of, tr- you know, tried to help Kurt in his in his last days, um, he had sent. He said this in a 2011 interview that he'd sent a plane ticket and a driver to to Kurt's house to to try to get a collaboration going, uh, kind of a kind of a reach out situation. Uh, and then let me in is is kind of about his his failed attempt to uh, to to get on side with Kurt and and get him out of this. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, let's listen to our fourth track here, Favorite Requiems. This is Alice Cooper with Desperado. My, my shots are final. My shots are deadly and when it's done. All right, uh, Desperado. So this is from Killer, and um, so this is uh, we've got we've got the two albums uh, that are that are more of the Frank Zappa esque straight records albums, and then we got Love It to Death, which uh, I was just playing that again recently because actually we're tomorrow morning we're we're doing a an episode uh, myself and Marco we're doing a regular Contrarians episode on Love It to Death, and man that record. For the first time, it really struck me that that is the only record and kind of set of music and st- and and music done in a style that is the same as early Blue Oyster Cult. It sounds like the first Blue Oyster Cult album and some tyranny and mutation, uh, the Love It to Death album. And Killer Killer kind of continues on in a little bit of the same thing. But this song, Desperado, you know, Dennis kind of uh, kind of he he never comes out and says what Alice has said on this. And with Alice, you never know quite the whole story. These stories kind of change over time. But it's essentially um, a song for Jim Morrison, like at uh, the Alice Cooper band hung around with the doors uh, a fair bit. You know, people are a little skeptical of all this stuff. Like how close friends were these guys? You know, there's no pictures of Alice and Jim Morrison together and all this, but Alice talks about Jim Morrison uh, quite a bit. And uh, he even says that, uh, the the line in Roadhouse Blues woke up this morning and got myself a beer. Alice has said, that's my line. I was sitting there talking to him and uh, Jim says, what did you do today? And Alice goes, I, I got up this morning and got myself a beer. So so that's that's Alice's story. I think he's told me that directly as well. But I, 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 I've seen that quote in a few places. But so this song really has um, that this song really has a uh, a Doors type doomy dark melody um the doors were were pretty dark and doomy sounding but it was very dated sounding as well you know i i call it demented carnival music right um but it also has a lyric that goes there as well there's there there's the gunslinger and you know the song's called desperado and jim and phil Lynott for that matter um you know the the love of the americana situation but it also has a very uh, jim morrison vocal on it so so alice just goes really low with a low croon and it's one of the better songs on killer even though killer is a very highly rated alice cooper album but it's um 
it's a really cool mellow tune with a with a hard hitting chorus. And you know, my my complaint with Alice in the old days is is when he is hard hitting, uh, you know, the production isn't really there. You know, for all the all the you know. Uh, all, all the praise that we heap upon Bob Ezrin for tearing apart the songs and putting back together and all that and, and making Alice a hit band because these albums all went platinum, right? At the time, they don't have any double platinums in here. And then the last one went gold. Um, but um, but yeah, really, really cool song on this. And uh, and it is a, a Jim Morrison tribute. All right, let's move on. Uh, this is our fifth selection here. Uh, this is Pink Floyd with Brain Damage. You lock the door and throw away the key There's someone in my head, but it's not me Okay, so I wanted to pick Brain Damage here um, to represent the entire Dark Side of the Moon album because everybody, sort of the short story, the short narrative of all this is that Wish You Were Here is the is the album that is a tribute to Sid Barrett. Now, this is a little bit of a funny one because Sid Barrett uh, more or less checks out halfway through A Saucer Full of Secrets. And he he literally has brain damage at this point from just doing way too much acid, doing acid all day for many days on end sort of thing. He's one of the very few true acid casualties uh, in rock and roll. But he he doesn't die until July 7th, 2006. Uh, but for all intents and purposes, uh, his situation really um, disturbed the Pink Floyd guys. You know, they had to shuffle him aside because he stopped being functional. You hear those stories of him just going on stage, even on TV, and just playing the wrong song or playing nothing, and then just being uh, like near comatose in, in you know, heavy interview situations. Um, but so the Wish You Were Here album, of course, really gets the the whole, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a little more direct uh, about Sid, but it's also about the business. And, and, so, and so is Dark Side of the Moon, which we'll get to in a minute. But... Of course, there's, you know, oh, I wish you were here and sh and and shine on you, crazy diamond. Right. Um, you know, that that lyric and that and that song, you know, Sid being the crazy diamond kind of idea. Um, and, you know, all the sort of interview stuff sort of reinforced all that. But the interesting thing is that most of Dark Side of the Moon uh, almost like in in an oblique and abstract way throughout all the songs has a lot of the same sort of themes to it because dark side of the moon is essentially an album about uh the pressures of being pink floyd and touring so hard and working so hard and feeling like uh what happened to sid could happen to us as well it's it's that whole uh there but for the grace of god go i idea and there are songs on there that that lean a little bit different ways they're they're a little bit more about uh well, there, there's there's actually more about death on the album than there is about going insane. And then there's Money, uh, which is more or less a song about just business. But a lot of it has to do with, with the pressures of being in this business. I mean, even even on the run is, is kind of like busy airports, plane crash, that kind of stuff as well. Uh, but, but again, most of it is about... Um, what are you going to do with your life, with your time here? Are you going to fritter it away 
hence the the song time right um or are you going to stay busy and uh if you stay busy if you stay frantic uh what what value is that it's over in a flash you know what did you really contribute sort of thing but um the whole idea of eclipse and brain damage as you get to the end all through this there is the sort of spe- looming specter of of mental illness so I would say that Dark Side of the Moon uh, is an even smarter and deeper tribute to Sid Barrett than than even the Wish You Were Here uh, album is. So you got the '75 album and you've got the '70 uh, the '73 album, and really Animals is not about any of this, and the Wall is not particularly about any of this. But you can you can understand that there's the breakdown of a rock star on on the Wall as well. Um, so there you go, favorite requiems, and I've got a few honorable mentions here. Um, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, they did two or three or four, I think, to Hillel Slovak. Um, George Harrison, all those years ago, is a tribute to John Lennon. Uh, you know, we had that last episode, which was was called The Next Def Leppard. Uh, I purposely stayed away from Tesla, Song and Emotion, which is uh, a tribute to Steve Clark, the Def Leppard guitarist who died. And then Def Leppard themselves did White Lightning, which is a tribute to Steve Clark. So the, the Def Leppard cover band uh, had a tribute to Steve, and so did Def Leppard themselves. Uh, Roger Daltrey, Under a Raging Moon, um, Keith Moon. By the way, um, you know, many of these examples, uh, I came up with a lot of these but also a lot of them um, are uh, courtesy of my South African connection, Neil Miller, who helped me out with uh, with coming up with a few of these examples. The Who with Old Red Wine, which is a tribute to John Entwistle. Uh, Neil Young, The Needle and the Damage Done, uh, Danny DeRico. David Gilmore, A Boat Lies Waiting, Rick Rick Wright. And remember, the whole, the whole Endless River um last pink floyd album which is kind of a throwaway unfortunately and makes a mess of the catalog but that late period almost all instrumental album with one vocal track on it uh is essentially the entire album is a tribute to to rick wright as well uh the pink floyd keyboardist who died of cancer uh robbie robertson fallen angel uh tribute to richard manuel uh, U2, A Day Without Me, Ian Curtis from Joy Division. Um, that's pretty interesting. Uh, I should play that one again. I, I, I don't remember how it goes. Uh, U2, The Miracle, Joey Ramone. Eagles, My Man, Graham Parsons. Uh, Deep Purple, Above and Beyond, tribute to John Lord and Uncommon Man. Blackmore's Night, Carry On John. Um, John Lord himself did The Sun Will Shine Again, a uh, tribute to Ronnie James Dio. I, I actually couldn't find too many that were a tribute to Dio. Um, I, there's a Motorhead one recently, isn't there? Is that, did Saxon do a tribute to Lemmy? Um, uh, let's see. Uriah Heep, Between Two Worlds, tribute to Gary Thane and David Byron. So there's your classic lineup, uh, early days lineup of Uriah Heep. We lost Gary Thane, the bassist to heroin. We lost David Byron uh, later on in 85. Uh, Styx, Dear John, tribute to John Pinozo, died of the drink. Uh, a recent one that I really, really like, really poignant, touching song, uh, The Stranglers off of their new album. Fantastic new album. Um it's called Dark Matters. Dark Matter? Dark Matters, I think. Um, uh, they did a song in there called If You Should See Dave, which is a tribute to their keyboardist, Dave uh, Dave Greenfield. Interesting. I just uh, did an interview with J.J. Uh, J. Burnell recently, and, and he, I, didn't, I didn't know this, but he said that um, Dave Greenfield was uh, autistic or on the spectrum, as they say. He said he was... He was 
very functional, but he had no filter for honesty. Like he'd just say, say whatever's on his mind kind of thing. But uh, that's a really, uh, a really cool song for Dave. Um, Leonard Skinner, Tomorrow's Goodbye. Uh, Ronnie Van Zant, Leonard Skinner, Gifted Hands, tribute to Billy Powell. Um, you know, their, their pianist. Um, Megadeth, In My Darkest Hour, Cliff Burton. Metallica, To Live Is To Die, Cliff Burton. Um, Ian Hunter, Michael Picasso, Mick Ronson. Remember, we lost Mick Ronson to cancer. Uh, Iggy and the Stooges, The Departed, tribute to Ron Ashton. Pretenders, 2,000 Miles, tribute to Pete Farndon. And James Honeyman Scott, remember the Pretenders lost those two guys, like right super close together. Uh, that was crazy. Uh, Sonic Youth. Uh, tunic song for Karen. Um, yeah, so there's some examples. There's a lot. There's a lot of these requiems out there. I mean, I I was I was surprised I couldn't find too many more Elvis ones. But but the interesting thing about this episode is pretty much you could almost run the exercise and think of someone who died at some point and then and then quickly there's a you know there the tributes come to mind. Uh, obviously, the earlier and the bigger the better. So there there are a lot of these out there. But um, there you go. Hope you like this episode. If you did like the show and want to support future episodes, please go to Kofi rhymes with no fee uh, dot com. Uh, yeah, Kofi co dash fee dot com slash Martin Popoff. Hit that red support button. Buy me a coffee or a pint. On that front, this week I would like to thank. Steve Auger, Andy at Black Sugar Transmission, Bruce Campbell, Kevin Donaldson, Tim Derling, David Fisher, Ryan Gavalier. Again, check out Ryan's Vinyl Destination. He started a YouTube channel. Uh, Jamie Laszlo. Jamie and I just did the Mott the Hoople one. Go check out the Mott the Hoople contrarians we've done. Uh, Jamie did a lot of good homework as usual on that. Did a great job. And people are complimenting us uh, both on, you know, giving Mott the Hoople a good survey. It's really weird with Mott the Hoople. Um, it seems like a band that should have been or should be discussed all over the place a lot, given given the catalog and given the years the catalog came out. There's not a lot on Mott the Hoople. It's kind of odd. I, I, I've i always had the feeling that band was a lot bigger because I've always owned all those albums my entire life sort of thing. Anyways, check out our contrarians on that. Uh, Neil Miller. Again, Neil helped me with some of these examples. He's He's got some other examples on possibly on the next episode I'm going to do as well. Augustine Garcia de Paredes. Um, Augustine's been um, pretty proofreading my books lately which has been kind of cool so he's been he's been my second wave of after i go back on the second wave i always have this problem with these books where i um you know uh, once i get them done i just want them done and and i hope passing it on to the publisher that 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 a, that a good editing gets done and sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't and sometimes i don't think get looks at gets looked at at all so it's good to have augustine in there finding some of the boneheaded typos um but yeah, we've uh, we've there's a lot there's a lot in the coming down the pikes uh, in terms of books that I've finished that are going on to the layout stage. So it's going to be a busy 2022 that way. Um, uh, let's see, Steve Polari and Patrick Stevens. So there you go. That's our list for this week. Uh, you can go to martinpopoff.com for all your book needs. I did just sneak the UFO visual biography and the Judas Priest. Uh, visual biography onto my website. I'm not telling people about it yet because I don't have them yet, but uh, yeah, you can go ahead and order that. In fact, by the time this episode goes up, should be about 10 days away, I would say, um, as uh, for, for getting those and the yes with the new cover. So uh, there you go, martinpopoff.com. Go play some of these requiems. Uh, don't do what Philip Linet did in King's Call, though, when you, uh, when you uh, memorialize and think about these guys. But uh, yeah, Go play that Philip Lynott album, Solo in Soho. 
Find all of our shows, notes, social, and links at www.pantheonpodcast.com or wherever you listen to great podcasts. All songs can be found for purchase on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please purchase these great and important tracks. Find us on Facebook at The RNRAP. We are on Instagram at RNR Archaeology. Tweet us at RNR Archaeology. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.